Get ready for your weekly dose of tips, tactics, and insights on how to turbocharge your marketing. You are listening to Smart Marketing with your hosts, Justin Lester and Jason Bagley. Hey, Jason. Hey, Justin. How are you doing? I, I'm well, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm healthy. How about yourself? I'm good. I think a lot of the times now it's quite a loaded question asking people how are they. It was quite a straightforward, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. But in these times, uh, it is a quite a loaded question to be asked someone how yeah. they're doing. There's a long story always behind it. But yeah. I think that's, I think it does tie in well. So I think the first thing to, to uh, tell everyone about is uh, we're doing this from home. So you might hear my son talking in the background or running past the door. It is closed. Uh, or my wife shouting at me. That's probably more going to happen than my kids making a big noise. Just <laughs> so, what are we? Yeah, I know this is the first time that we haven't actually done this face to face in the studio. So, I miss you. Oh, I miss you, brother. I miss you. I just want to see you. Yes. Okay. Well, to, to cool. Today we let's thought, get into it. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Um, yeah, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of marketing during COVID 19. I think it's quite pertinent to be talking about this right now. And, and we've gone through some, we thought about this pretty, pretty hard. Let's, let's just say that. So I'm going to open up here. And the first thing I want to talk about um, and mention is if, so, I mean, there's a lot of ifs and buts to some of these points, but the fir- first one to focus on is, can you focus on doing good? So a do under the do's, focus on doing good and not just for profit. Okay. Now, yes. Once again, if your business, if you can't, like you cannot afford to do good in this time because you you need to be making some sort of money, we get it. But here's a great example of this that we've uh, came across. And so Kim, a good friend of ours, she runs a ho- two hotels and they are obviously shut down. And so she cannot make any money. So she can't make any profit. And what she did focus on is, well, she could do good in this time. And she launched UbuntuBeds.org. I want you guys to have a look at UbuntuBeds.org. And the re- what it does is it allows hospital workers to find a place to self-isolate while they're still working instead of affecting their family. They don't actually want to go home. They want to rather stay somewhere else. So they don't affect their, um, affect their families. Um, and so, so she's put up a hotel to that. And now she's put a platform up that has helps hotels list their hotels that are open and also healthcare workers that are looking for places to self-isolate in certain areas and are even closer to their hotels. Um, And so she's launched that and it's amazing. And I mean, look, both myself and Justin got contacted by Kim as if we could help out. And, And we were like, yes, we can help out. We can use our services. We've got a bit of extra spare capacity at the moment. And so we jumped on and, and, and have helped out do what we do best in our things for Ubuntu Beds. But the point is that on her side, on Kim's side, it was about doing good uh, first in a time when she couldn't actually profit. Um, and I think that's a great example of that. Mm. Yeah, no, that was a great initiative from her. Um, all right. So what do we have on in the next one? So the next one is to revise your value proposition. So there's certain things that maybe were relevant to your customers before that are not going to be relevant now. Um, you know, again, uncertainty is a big thing. So if I use, uh, let's use digital marketing as an example, maybe there was 
people that were trying to sign more long-term contracts. Now people might be slightly more apprehensive to get into a long-term agreement because they don't know what's going to be happening around uh, next month. So you may want to go back and ask your customers how has things changed for them. Um, and maybe your database of people that uh, are not signing up, go back to ask them, why is it that they didn't sign up? What it is about your offer that maybe wasn't, a, wasn't attractive in these current times? You might find that there's something that jumps out there. Uh, maybe doing a month-to-month as an example might, have, might be far more, um, far more applicable in a market like that, uh, like a market like now. So yeah, something to take into consideration. Definitely. Uh, another one under the do's, so obviously, I think a lot of us are doing this already, but reprioritizing your marketing strategy. So in a time maybe where you're not able to maybe market the same way that you used to, think about how you can change that. Maybe even changing where you would normally spend money. So maybe focus uh, on to, well, there are things now I need to probably put into my website to change it to be, to think about the next, you know, short period of time before, you know, maybe some of your marketing strategy was more longer term. Um, so put money into maybe a bit of website redevelopment if that's going to help you in the short term uh, versus sometimes when we were thinking about your marketing, it might have been a more three to six to 12 month plan and changing that to figure out, well, what do I do in the next one to three months or even, you know, one to three weeks uh, and yeah. how quickly things are changing. So that's something to, to definitely consider. And I th- yeah, Jason, I think, uh, sorry, I just wanted to jump in there. I, I mean, it could work the other way around as well. So, you know, maybe there's something where you can't acquire customers right now. Um, and there are certain projects that you wanted to do in the future, you know, that have been putting off because they're more sort of longer term projects. Um, you know, sometimes the redevelopment of a big site can take some time. Mm. And you, again, you've been putting it off and off because often when we do marketing, we feel like we need, we're, we're often seeking that direct response, immediate uh, customer. So something looking at something like IE website development that might take a bit longer, you know, would be a value. Good point. Good point, Justin. Uh, and then that t- ties into the next one is literally just context. So understanding the context within with which you are maybe doing your marketing, which you're talking to your customers, which you're um, understanding maybe where they're at. So if you're obviously a B2B business, understanding the context of which they're playing in. So they, you know, and I think a great example of this um, recently was a company here in, in, in Cape Town called um, Velvet Cake Company. I mean, they sell cakes, you're right. So they had to go under lockdown. They managed to, I guess, get a license to trade. And they, they came out and said, hey, we, we can now sell cakes again. Um, put that up online. And I think maybe... What happened is the, the context of them coming back online to say, hey, we'll, we can sell cakes again, upset a bunch of people. But what they didn't tell people was they've got a team of 45 people. They've got two shops in really expensive locations. Um, and there's, their overheads are obviously, they, they, they don't make massive margins. So I think they, were, they don't have a massive amount of cash flow to carry them for two to three months. And I think there's context in there in an example like that, that, what happened was they got slated. A lot of people were like, how can you be trading in these times and all of that? And I think if they'd come out with a different message and, hey, we're just trying to cover the costs of our staff in this time, of which another great example was Sweep South. Same thing. They provide domestic workers to your house. Now, they're not even allowed to come to your houses anymore. 
what they did do instead of saying oh hey buy like hey we need money they were like we've set up a fund for our domestic workers and we're trying to raise x amount of money i think it was like seven million rand for this it's going directly to them please help us do that and that was their marketing that becomes context because you know if you're supporting them you're supporting the people that really need the money the most versus oh hey you just want to sell cakes but actually they just missed the context there so i think that's really important um when it comes to to marketing yeah um that's a good point and i think the next one is just communicating how how the whole situation is affecting your operations or um if there's some or or, or isn't affecting your operations probably more more importantly uh, sometimes people make the assumption, oh, we can't get this, we can't get that because of, um, you know, a certain circumstance. You know, it's different from country to country. So obviously this podcast goes out to a variety of different countries that are all going to be in a different uh, a different stage in their um, isolation. Some company, you know, countries are obviously on lockdown and only shipping essential items. So it is going to be uh, different. But, you know, dropping an email, uh, uh, an email to your customers, just letting them know that actually, you know, you guys are still operating or there's a delay on that. Um, and then putting maybe just a pop up on your on your site, making that the sort of first point of interaction for your customers. So they know, you know what, like on our side, you know, we still work remotely, so it doesn't affect our business. But it's important for us to communicate that to our customers, which we did, you know, within the first kind of week of, of when everything kicked off here. Hmm. Here's another do for you guys is promotioning. So promotion on pre-purchase, like whether it's gift voucher or whatever. And I think a lot of businesses, you probably thought about that already. Like, can we offer vouchers? Can we offer the ability for somebody to buy something for us that they can redeem at a later stage? I think that's quite, I think a lot of you have thought about that, but I think there's some additional value that you could maybe unlock there is to figure out, well, what are the businesses around me or what are the businesses that are in a similar industry or very um, could be complementary to what we do? How can we bundle something with them and then maybe add a little discount in with that, right? So then you've got two or three companies that you're bundling some sort of product service together that can be pre-purchased now and then people can come and redeem it at a later stage. That's, I think, one version of this. And then I think another one is, remember, now that you've bundled something with another company, you're getting access to their database. So share your database, your email database or your customer database with um, your with these people you've now um, uh, bundled up or starting to work together with. And so that you can promote each other. So you're, you know, you're starting growing your marketing reach just by association with them with, uh, within this bundle. I think that's a great one of great examples of something you could do during these times. Mm. Um, I think the, the next do would be to time your content. You know, it's important to obviously remember that, yes, certain things that were really important in the, the you know, the beginning parts of, let's say, a lockdown where, you know, people were trying to figure out how to work from home. People eventually, you know, will figure out how to work from home. Um, you know, maybe not the best thing to push like for the next, you know, months, quite a few months ahead. Cause it's like, okay, we've all adjusted to that now. We don't want to hear about the same things over and over. That kind of ties into one of the don'ts, which is don't tell people to wash their hands. You know, I did want to end on this one, but, 
uh, we sent out an email to our customers within the first, like, yeah, when everything kicked off and um, we made a very, very clear habit of not telling people, giving people health advice. We're a digital marketing agency, SEO agency. We're not the world, the world health organization. So I think it's also about trying to stick to what you're really good at and try and see how that you can add value from that. Because if we've got every single person telling us to wash their hands, there's enough content out there mm-hmm. trying to give health advice. And the last thing we want to do as well is to be able to give health advice, critical information, and maybe share fake news. And, and that in itself can be hugely harmful. Yeah, that makes makes a lot of sense. Another don't would be to prey on people's insecurities. I think uh, I think that goes without saying. Like, There's enough things we're worrying about at this time. Whether it's our own health, our family's health, our parents' health, um, just from that perspective, like health is one thing. Then we're talking about businesses. Then we're talking about like, can we afford rent and food and all of that type of thing. And then there's like mental health and all of these other things that people are worried about. Um, And before, obviously, we talk about, you know, obviously when I talk about cold emails, we always talk about the problems people are having. And we talk about that and we poke that bear in those emails and then offer the solution. Uh, that works great when life is all good and, 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 and we're not in, you know, one of the worst pandemics we've ever seen. Um, rather, so then it works great. But in a time like this, I would probably say try and steer away from the insecurities we're having around uh, COVID-19 and things like that. Uh, it doesn't sit well. It doesn't help. It's not helping anything. And I think that that's a key thing here. So that's definitely don't. Yeah. And then the other one, and this is probably a bit on the controversial side for some, um, but obviously the raising of your prices. I mean, Jason, you mentioned how I think Microsoft mm. had kind of raised their prices at the, again <laughs> a few days time. after everything happened. And, um, you know, I think it's an ethical thing. Don't take advantage of your situation and your position. Mm. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunistic marketing, but I think the discussion you and I have had is, uh, you know, are we trying to build a business for a, a, a sort of the next, you know, year or are we trying to build a business for the next 10 years? And and reputation like often precedes, well, everything really. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you willing to harm your reputation now? Because reputation is one of the biggest parts of marketing. Um, but again, I appreciate that some people are just trying to kind of make, you know, pay the bills right now so a bit of a controversial point but what we have seen and the data would suggest that people are getting really slated and companies are taking a huge knock from taking advantage of situations Mm. so especially the bigger companies as well and i think probably this is aimed towards more the larger companies than the smaller companies yeah um you know, again, it's, it's, I think there are definitely brands where we walk away from this. And I think to myself, I actually don't want to spend money with you anymore. And there are brands out there that are doing great things. And I, you know, I I feel like they've got a customer for life in me. Hmm. Uh, I think a good example of this, Justin is, um, so the tide at the moment is everyone, companies are majorly trying to help out where they can. So they're trying to maybe drop prices here and there, but I get it. If you can't drop your price, right. Or obviously the flip side, you don't want to be raising your prices. But what you could do is offer additional services or, you know, within what you can do. So on, you know, if you're a SaaS business, 
in a specific price tier are cool. You don't want to be dropping the price. Like, you know what your numbers are. Like, that's something you don't want to be, I mean, or you don't want to be raising price because a lot of people are using it. Offer additional services that additional, like extra users on their account or, you know, a feature that's normally on the premium account, offer that uh, into the current, uh, into one of the cheaper packages. We've seen a lot of that. So that's not destroying your revenue um, either. I mean, it's also not making you look like you're trying to raise your prices either. So I think that's, that could put that in there nicely. Yeah. And then I, I think just while it's just like, don't just sell, halt, like add value. Mm-hmm. People, people are looking for advice right now. And I mean, this is just one of the fundamentals of marketing overall. There's some companies that just can't sell anything. They can't, they don't have any, anything to, they don't have purchasing customers. So again, going back to just help help those customers because when things do come right and they will come right people will remember as i said i mean i'm an arsenal supporter as much as i don't want to admit this in a public forum because we'll lose listeners as well as just embarrassment being an arsenal supporter itself but the one company there's two football clubs right now that stand out to me in two contrasting lights one is chelsea football club why because they offered their hotel to um to health workers to stay uh, so that they would shorten the commute to work, and the other one is uh, Liverpool, who, who, who furloughed their their um, you know their uh, their their working staff, and they're seeing a huge backlash. Mm. So there's just two examples in the football world that show you, you know, uh, reputation and doing good and making good ethical decisions right now. Just it, it's just uh, it's just the right thing to do, isn't it? Really. I don't think there's ever an argument for not doing it, but yep. I think it just shows how it's translating into into the current situation. Cool. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode in these uh, trying times. And, and I think, uh, yeah, we, we don't need to be telling you what, what you guys should be doing. Um, we, don't need, we don't need the likes at the moment. It's just we want to help as much as we can. So hope you enjoyed this episode and we shall see you in the next one. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Smart Marketing. Be sure to review, rate, and subscribe to keep up to date with the latest marketing tips, insights, and tactics to help make your marketing a success.